whistles. Welcome, and everybody should know this is episode 26. Oh, what do we do then? <clears throat> we'll see you next week, everybody. <laughs> and we're done. Well, we got a slight renewal for five more episodes. Wow. So we're going to continue on. Our agents will continue working. Good. But right now we're five more episodes in, 25 whistles. <laughs> Let's go. Hey, we better get what we want, though, or else I'm out. Yes, we're like the Friends cast. And you, you know, know what? I will only take money if they think about paying you guys money. Thank you. There we go. There Thank you. Go. you. Yeah, they did that you. to Joey? Is that right? Well, no. They all took e- They made sure everybody got equal. I am just going to make sure they think about you. Oh. so I, Okay. So we're not doing the friends <laughs> thing. Okay. Got it. No, but we're all going to be thinking about it. <laughs> That's all that matters. What right. a weekend, though. Just in general. What a, what a weekend. Uh, let's just go around the room, then. You think about the weekend, all the games that were played, football, college, or NFL. What game comes to mind as your story of the weekend? Eddie, I'll go to you first. Oh, the Cowboys over the Vikings. I mean, they thought it would be a six-point game, seven-point game. Guys, my local TV station just changed the game to the Pittsburgh um, Bengals game. I think the the network did that. (laughs) Whatever. They were like, okay, no need to watch this game anymore. This is a blowout. I love it. They almost never do that anymore because of what happened with Heidi back in the day. When they cut out and went to, you guys ever see that? The no. old, I think it was like in the seventies. What happened? No. The game was out of hand, so they went ahead and went to the episode of Heidi, in the late seventies. Okay. And then the, one of the greatest comebacks in history of sports happened, and everyone missed it. And they all missed because they went to Heidi. They went to Heidi. <laughs> That's funny. Which I don't remember what Heidi is. I know she was a girl. I don't know what she did. But so th- that kind of was the rule that said it. There was also a game yesterday where all the cameras went down except for one. Yeah, New England game. Was that what it was? Yeah, because there was like an eight-minute delay to start the game because of that. And then it was just like, oh, can we even have replay today? What's going on? I saw it on Red Zone Channel, and they were like, it's like the 60s. We have one camera <laughs> yeah. showing the whole game. <laughs> That's funny. Cowboys big win, though. Oh, huge, huge. Statement win. I'm telling you, though. I, I- How about the Cowboys? <laughs> different than last Monday, huh? Yeah. How about them? <laughs> Go ahead, Eddie. I don't like how they switched the channel, the, the game, though. Like, I wanted to... I, I placed a bet that Tony Pollard had to be over 65 yards, and when they changed the channel, he was at 57 or something. I'm like, what are we doing? They I should know Eddie's this. making last-minute live bets. And they should not Guys, change it. there are a lot of people looking for smiles, so you can't just get rid of the game. And I couldn't go to uh, the ticket because that was blocked. So I literally couldn't watch the game anywhere. The Sunday the ticket was blocked because it was local? It, yeah, if it's, showing on your, if it's supposed to show on your local channel, they can't do it on Sunday ticket. I still don't have Sunday ticket. We need to get you Sunday ticket. I watch Red Zone. Don't, don't buy it. Don't buy it. No, but by the time you get it to me for Christmas, it's going to be Christmas and season's over. Don't worry about it. He wants to get it me for, for a dollar. That's don't. what it'll be, a $1 <laughs> sale on Black Friday because there's no is. games left. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Kevin, game of the weekend. It has to be the Patriots. I was Everybody's to, going with their local I know, teams. I ha- That's but fine. I have to. Go ahead. Go because ahead. that is the epitome of being a fan. For three hours, I sat there screaming at my TV, what the hell are we doing? How can we not do anything? Zach Wilson is bad. Mac Jones, he looked okay. Just offense. It was awful game. And then before you know it, a walk-off punt return. And I was screaming. So yeah. the ultimate low to the ultimate high. Part mm-hmm. of it is just being a fan. Watching that at, live as it happened... And I'm like, oh, okay, well, what, 3-3? Three, three? Is that what it was? Yeah. It's going to go be a terrible overtime game. All right, got it. Whoa. Oh, my God. Oh, 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 no. Oh, and I didn't care. But I was like, I'd be so upset if I was solid on the Jets. Oh, so. yeah, all that for— Defensively, they played them well, and they give up a punt return. <laughs> to lose it yeah. like that. Uh, okay, well, if we're just doing personal games then, Arkansas whooped the crap out of Ole Miss. Yeah, they I mean, did. I mean, it was like the Cowboys game. 
And the points at the end and all the yards Ole Miss got, those are just garbage time points and stats. They were like, Ole Miss still had two 200-yard rushers. Yeah, the game was over. So we were just like, let's just sit back and you know play some semi-prevent. But personally, that was a big, big game. Now, if it comes to, if I'm taking all my bias out, TCU almost. It's TCU and Tennessee, the two T's. I think college-wise, those are the big games. TCU almost lost. And as it's third and whatever, and they run it, I'm like, oh, ooh. So then they are like, okay, boom. I thought, because, because they ran it, I thought, surely, am I, did I miss something? They have a timeout. Yeah. And they didn't. And I'm like, oh, my God, this could be one of the biggest bonehead plays I've ever seen. It was ridiculous. They rushed out. No problem. Boom, doom, doom. Good. No problem. Like, how did they do that? They pra- in, he said they practice it all the time. Mm-hmm. To just run out there, set up, and kick. Okay, s- s- screw that. You practice. Where's my whistle? You practice that. <laughs> I didn't say anything you're disagreeing I'm with. I'm talking about the coach. I practiced that. You really do, though. Uh, that's great. But yeah. the, the kicker's still stressed, guys. Like, that's not fun for the kicker to walk up there. I know it's easy for everyone to line up, you know, get on three points, whatever, and you're going to just do that. But the kicker, sure, practice it 5,000 times. That still sucks for him. I like to blow the whistle. I think it's actually easier on the kicker. Think about this. You don't have to go out and get iced. You're, you're moving. It's all active. So you're like, all right, here we go. You're thinking about just running out there, getting set, getting your spot. You're not walking out there slowly, staring at it. It's a timeout. I think if – I've never kicked. I can't kick. <laughs> yeah, neither have I really. And they practice it. <laughs> I would think that because you don't have a lot of time to focus on what might go wrong and you're focusing on you got to get in the right place, it probably takes a little pressure off of you as only the kicker. I guess you were stressed on the snapper. Uh, but they practice that a lot, and I couldn't believe they ran it. Oh, here we go. Eddie's listen, back. Listen, listen. Like, the kickers have root, what whatever routine things that like they have to look at it, put their hand up, line up. The, there's things that go into kicking a field goal. Going up in less than five seconds, lining up and kicking it. I do. I don't care who you are. You have your rituals that you do, and you need that. It's not fair for the kicker. Okay. All right. <laughs> They've practiced that enough, so the kicker has his own ritual even for that scenario. But you say it's more stressful for the the but I would say snapper, a quarterback, and wide receivers. They all have their situational different things like you mentioned the kicker doing rituals that they all do but if it's two minute drill you don't get to do it all the same you're working quicker faster anyway point is he nailed it mm-hmm. he did nail it, was it. An amazing, it was awesome mm-hmm. how about TCU oh there's Kevin <laughs> okay you had a I just want to be part this. of the party that's yeah, yeah it's, it's fun huh? <laughs> I did think the announcer brought up a good point though he did say if you f- jump off sides or fall start that's a 10 second runoff the game's over game's over oh wow so that was a whole nother thing I didn't even think that. about that well was- if you False start, jump off sides, not, because that would be the def- defense. Right, so the offense. So, yes. So it adds more pressure to everybody. Yes. So if you if you move, it's game over. Yeah. But they know that. They practice it 100 times. <laughs> they oh, wouldn't great. be undefeated if they weren't disciplined. Hey, what what what's the chance of them never practicing and the coach being like, all right, I screwed up, but I'm going to make up that we practice it all the time? None. None. Okay. Yeah, not a team like all that. Right. Not a team like that. My high school team, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not that team, no. Um, so they're undefeated. They will now play. I don't have a schedule for me. Iowa State next week, possibly yes. in the championship game. Yes. Now, college isn't like the NFL where any week anybody. Every once in a while you get one. We'll talk about that in a minute. But I think they'll they'll probably put it to Iowa State. And then who are they going to play in the Big 12 championship? Because that league, Kansas State, I don't know because there's still another game. And I'll have you look that up for me. Yeah, Kansas State's second right now. And they play... Well, and then just read me the top five there. Okay. And it, are they going to have to go to tiebreakers for the second, whatever that situation is? Kansas State's six and two in conference, eight and three overall. Texas five and three, seven and four. Mm. Oklahoma State, then Baylor, 
are both at four and four. Okay, so Kansas State has to win. Mm-hmm. If they win, they're in. Yes. Texas, if they win and Kansas State loses, will they be even? And then what's the head-to-head there? Texas won the head-to-head. So I would assume they have the tiebreaker. Wow. That so, would be okay, crazy. so let me know the schedule of those two teams then. Kansas State is playing who this week? They host Kansas this week. They just and it's got a rivalry beat by Texas. game. Okay, so there is a chance that Kansas could win that game. Yes. And let's see who Texas, Texas is. Texas just playing. murdered them. Yeah, but Texas also got murdered too a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah. Texas has been murdering and then getting murdered. Who's and Texas murdering. playing? They host Baylor. Oh, okay. Oh, a spoiler. Well, I mean, Baylor could beat Texas. It almost couldn't matter. If Texas wins, but also Kansas State wins, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. What Where it would get fun is if Kansas beats Kansas State and Texas beats Baylor, and there's a tie, and then Texas goes into the championship and plays for the Big 12 championship, mm. especially at a season where they want to take Sark and beat him up behind the building. Mm-hmm. He still plays for the Big 12 championship. That'd be pretty funny. Yeah. That'd be justice, except I don't know what the justice is. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, TCU survives. And so they're still in it. Um, Ohio State and Michigan were both pressed a little bit. Oh, they were puckering. Uh huh. They were both pressed. And I was rooting for both teams to lose. And then once one of them won, I was rooting for both of them to win. Mm-hmm. I thought it had been hilarious that they both would have lost. Oh, yeah. And it's just mayhem. I love mayhem. It doesn't matter. It's not an Ohio State or Michigan thing. Just love mayhem. And so, but they both won. So that sets up a re- massive mat two versus three, playing for the tourney, get in for a national championship. I don't know. Maybe now that TCU, or excuse me, now that Tennessee lost, and I think there's an a, a little more of an outsider shot that one of those teams get in as a four, possibly with one loss if it's a close game. If it's like a really close game that everybody's like, oh, you got to turn the game on. It's getting right down to it. Like that good of a game. Mm-hmm. I think there's an outside chance because you're going to have even two lost teams in the mix here. LSU is going to have to win the SC championship, but. It's just getting to the point where, I don't know, does a TCU, if they end up losing in the Big 12, get in over a one-loss Big 10 winner? It's just a fun situation, and I love mayhem. Yes, I don't have the answer, but I love mayhem. Who's better out of those two, Michigan or Ohio State? Ohio State, I think, is. Just because they look way faster and flashier, but also that, that could be my entire life of watching those two teams play and making sure. me bias. Right. Yeah, I can't tell. And the fact that they have crazy – I mean, Marvin Harrison Jr., is awesome, and he is all over the place catching balls. And C.J. Stroud is number one or two in the Heisman, and so I'm like, well, it's got to be them. So I don't know, but I would say Ohio State, and also because they beat them every year except for one, basically for a long mm-hmm. time. So I just think that. Mm. But I would like to see Michigan win because I have Michigan in the pool. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I have Michigan in the pool. They did lose quorum the other day. I wonder. I hope that's not serious. I hope we can play this week. Yeah. Uh, speaking of people getting hurt. Hendon Hooker goes down, mm. but oh gosh, Tennessee had already lost the game before then. Hey. Yeah? Hey. What? Hey. <laughs> yes? I told you Tennessee was going to lose. <laughs> Dude, I th- this is more power for coaches to come on the show, I think. Like, because you you watch Shane Beamer and you're just like, Dude, yeah. he's a buddy now because he's been on this podcast. And I feel like when people come on this podcast... They get a little bit of extra luck. Good things happen when you come on this show. A little bit of extra luck. I I, I thought South Carolina really had a shot. They were gritty enough. Tennessee's defense could be vulnerable. And both those things happened. And so, you know, even when Brandon was on, and he's great, and he was like, no, no chance. I was like, 
I don't know, man. This is if but I thought either Missouri or South Carolina would take it to them. If I'm being honest, I thought I didn't I thought they had a loss out of those two games. Everybody thought I was nutty. But I was feeling it. Man, they jumped up quick and I was like, oh my good. And then Tennessee start Tennessee's moving. They're coming back. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, of course this is gonna happen. Yeah, but I, I bet sure South Carolina money line before the game started. So I got smiles. That's a big smile, dude. <laughs> I got smiles everywhere. That's big, big <laughs> smiling right there. I told I've been pretty forthcoming about what's happening here. And I took out all my money from my DraftKings account two and a half weeks ago. And it was, I don't remember the exact amount, but I started with 200 and then over a year, it got to be about 3000. It got way up. It goes up and down. I took out about 3000 bucks from that 200. So then I started over again and Eddie saw this and Eddie's been with me, been showing you, I put 200 in again, two and a half weeks ago. And as of this morning, I'm at 3000. I mean, that, that's the dream. That's the dream right there. It's been pretty good. The only real bad luck of run I had was at Eddie's house. And we were betting on basketball well, games. That was reckless. Not, no, we, we didn't know anything about it. <laughs> that, that was just Every dumb. game was on, and we'd be just flipped to it and go like, <laughs> Florida. <laughs> it was college basketball. We'd literally be like, all right, how about this one? And the yeah, wives yeah, yeah, were yeah, just yeah. talking and talking. And so we were just like, we'd just find a game in the last four minutes of it and be like, Plus six, why not? It was so dumb. We would look at each other and be like, hey, the live bet looks good. Jump on it. But other than that, but I'm, <laughs> that's I'm at, awesome. I'm at 3000 bucks from 200 Wow. That's great, man. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. But I'm not, if you're a Tennessee fan, you can't be feeling good because it's over now. And it's over, over, meaning you lost your quarterback too. Yeah. And it almost, it almost feels fake to go to you, Kevin, as a Tennessee fan because you're just such a poser. <laughs> oh, <fan>. big <laughs> time poser. Although he was wearing a big ball shirt. What are you talking about? I love my balls, guys. Yeah, yeah, okay. No, that was tough. Um, you know, we've had a long run here this mm-hmm. the last 10 weeks. <laughs> <laughs> this year? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I was like you. Though. I was waiting for them just to kind of come back. And like, okay, they scored, they scored. But they just couldn't stop. I mean, 600 yards, six touchdowns. Rattler looked like that number one overall pick we thought he was going to be a year and a half ago. It was ugly. Both, you know, on the field and every which way. It was a program-defining win for South Carolina, obviously. Big deal. Congrats, the Gamecocks. Yes, congrats. There will not be three teams in the mm-hmm. in the old tourney there. See, did part of you wish that they would win just for that reason? Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, let me think about that. No. It's just where I live right yeah. now. I get it. And being around all the ball fans and they were already debating who they were going to play in the national championship game not even first within the four teams they were debating who would be there for them in the national championship game right so they've now lost two and they are out of it georgia there may just be one sec team it may go from three to one that's real quick. crazy just one week yeah i mean the scenario is going to be if because usc beat ucla good game great game yeah, yeah watch a lot of it yeah if usc wins pack 12 now they're in for sure yeah if they lose a game, that makes it interesting. If LSU loses to Georgia, because if they win, they're in. But they lose to Georgia, that makes it interesting because they need to have Georgia in. You have Georgia and the Ohio State Michigan, Michigan winner. Mm-hmm. I think TCU. USC. I think TCU can lose. Now I'm saying if they lose, I think the only teams that are in right now, period, are Georgia and the winner of that Ohio State Michigan game. Yeah. That's it. Everybody else is still fighting for their life. Yeah, and it could be a, a whole. A host of folks. So that's fun. I like are college you, football. Are you seeking smiles in the futures championship bets? No, I have Arkansas. Oh, okay. Is that still alive? 
Like, they like, don't kill it till it's over. Okay, that's what I was wondering because there. I mean, there are twenty teams that are still alive in those. Yeah, I could, but they don't kill. They, you can't bet on Arkansas now. I don't think, but they don't kill it until the, it's actually officially mm. over. Uh, do you have to go? No. Okay. Good. So you looking at something? Um, oh, I was looking at a text from Kevin when I texted him uh, during halftime of the Tennessee game. I said, "Dude, with well, this Tennessee game, what's going to happen here?" And he said, "Quote." Vol's got it in the bag, dude. Nice. <laughs> Love that confidence. Don't you can tell you're not a real fan because a real fan will be like, I don't know, man. I don't know. Um, here are my futures bets in general, if you'd like to hear them. I would. Um, Arkansas regular season win total. I'm going to miss it by a half game because uh, it was at seven and a half. We won our sixth. This, this, wait. Yeah, we can't win. Yeah, it's, even yeah. if you win one more. Yeah. Uh, I have uh, the Buccaneers. That's our bet on the show, right? Five hundred yeah. bucks mm-hmm. for four thousand. Yeah, they're, they can still win that thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, you got the. I think the Saints and the Falcons both won, so they're creeping. Uh, the have the Cardinals won in the NFC West because Eddie saw the plane fly over his house and he thought it was Jesus. How's that looking? Not good. <laughs> Damn plane. They play tonight, right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Against Forty with, with, with yes. no Kyler. Oh, um, is that is that sure? Yeah. Arkansas winning the football championship. Not happening. KJ Jefferson won in the Heisman. Not, not happening. happening. I always been on all, all the Arkansas stuff pre. Uh, Baltimore Ravens AFC North winner. Yeah. How are we looking over there? Still a shot. Let's see what the standings are there. I mean, it's either them or Cincinnati right now. Yeah, no. and they look good too. They won yeah. In, yesterday that won. Yeah. In Pittsburgh. So I have the Baltimore Ravens. I got them at one forty, bet fifty bucks. To They're win in the, first to win one hundred and twenty. That's a, a good one. AFC winner. I have the Carolina Panthers to make the playoffs. Yeah, is there a cash out option in that one? It is suspended payout. Okay, <laughs> dude. Yeah, Baker did. You got to drop that Baker one. Very good. Um, I do have the Chiefs to. If I have a big day, I always put a little at future, like a little nibble at future. That's fun. Yeah, because I'm not losing. I don't feel like I'm backing out any money, and I'm just spending the, the winnings. I have. I bought the Chiefs in in September to be the champion at plus eight hundred. So I got the Chiefs a hundred bucks to win nine hundred. That one's still up. I like that one. Um, Arkansas SEC Championship Game Football. The Eagles, most regular season wins. Oh. So I have that 50 bucks to make 125. Uh, but I mean, they lost. No, they won. They no, came they, back they, and won. They barely yeah, won. So yeah, they mm-hmm. still have one loss. I'm looking good there. Patrick Mahomes, most regular season passing yards. Gosh, him and Kelsey, dude. Just, I mean, him alone. I bet 50 bucks to win 320. I have the KC Chiefs, another future for the, wow, win the championship. I didn't know you were a Chiefs fan. That's cool. I'm not. I just oh. picked them. <laughs> Gosh. I have the Colts to win the Super Bowl because the odds were so good and then they're in that division. I paid 20 bucks, and if they win the Super Bowl, I win 3000 <laughs> Hey, but you'd be a genius. Hey, if that and you happened. know what? They played pretty good. They, played yeah. pre- they did. They, played they, pre- they, they had their shot. And they're only like one game under five. Are they only. I think a game under 500, maybe two now. Yeah. Um, Arkansas NCAA tournament basketball winner, basketball final four, basketball. It's just basketball stuff now. Okay. No, no, Cowboys? You didn't, you haven't jumped on the boys yet? I got enough money on the boys. Okay. Can't do any more. All right. Uh, NFL Sunday is only getting better, and so are the incredible offers at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on any NFL team to win and get $200 in free bets if you do. Check it out. Right now, everyone can earn up to 100% boost with DraftKings stepped-up same-game parlays. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook app, place the same-game parlay, and can buy multiple bets like which team will win, player props, and point totals. We crushed on the parlay this weekend. I hope you have so many smiles you can't stand it. DraftKings Sportsbook obviously is my go-to in betting the NFL. DraftKings Sportsbook. It is 
is ready for you. Download it now. The Sportsbook app. DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code Bobby Sports. Place a $5 pregame money line bet to get $200 in free bets if your team wins. There you go. 21 and up. Most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee red line 800-889-9789. In New York, 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. There has never been a better time, better year than this year to have a playoff, a 12-team playoff. Look at all those teams we're talking about. Imagine how amazing it would be if, let's just roll down the list. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU, Tennessee, LSU. Let's throw in a small school just for the um, spits and Liberty. giggles. Liberty or Cincinnati. Yep. It's nine. Um, USC, Oregon. Imagine 12 teams in that. That'd be so much fun. And then don't give me the bull crap about, well, they wouldn't care if they're out. No. Does that happen in the NFL? No, you're fighting for seeding. You don't want to have to go play Ohio State first. Yeah. You want to go play Liberty first. Yeah. You don't want to go play Georgia first. You'd rather take your chance with LSU than Georgia. It's like going, well, I don't like a playoff. Okay, you, you want to take the four NFL teams, just stick them in there and be like, all right, this is what we do. No, you love it. Yeah. And you're fighting for seeding the whole time. And more teams and fan bases are involved. And this, everybody, you have more people still in the mix. It's amazing. Just recently, we had no playoff. And then we had two. Then it was just take them regardless. You're right. And then it was four. It gets better every time. People that say they don't want the playoff, you're so married to acting like you're a tradition. It's so fun. It's fun. That's it. It's fun. It's more games. It's fun. More teams. This year especially. So Nick Saban wants a playoff. And when he wants a playoff, you know, everybody is coming around. <laughs> oh, yeah, he does. Especially this year. He's like, Heck please, yeah. give mm-hmm. us that shot. I just, the losing emphasis is such a tired old argument because all the other sports that people like have the same element. Baseball. Football. Heck, basketball, 64. Let's go. Let's throw them all the teams oh, in there. Gosh, they'd be exhausted. <laughs> but they all want that one seed or that two seed going into yes, the tournament. because you want the buy. Because yep. tw- you'll have uh, maybe four buys. How does it go? You get two buys in the 12? Or four, because the eight. Who cares? Yeah, it doesn't yeah, matter. Let There's a couple. We'll let them deal with that. Yeah. You want the buy. Yes. And then if you don't get the buy, you want the three or four so you can play one of the small schools. Yeah. What an amazing year it would be if that were the case, especially this year. It'd be awesome. Saban supports it. I support it. <laughs> well, that's all you that's need. That's all you need. Yeah. We got two posts. What else are we looking for? Uh, Hennon Hooker's now done, by the way. He's just going to go play in the NFL. That's bad. That's bad. Gosh. That's bad in every way. You hated the losing that game, and then you hated seeing him go down as well. I, I hated it for Tennessee fans. I am not a Tennessee fan, but... For diehard fans like Kevin, I was yeah, really diehard. Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Twenty five whistles presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app and use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. So teams that might suck, the Vikings. Oh, now you're going to say that? Well, do they, maybe they do now. They've pl- finally played somebody and they got whooped at home. Teams that might—I didn't say they suck. Teams that might suck now. The Vikings, do they suck? Is there a chance of them sucking from here out? Eddie? No, they don't suck. They just played a very hard Cowboys team. Okay, you're a big fan. Hey, I said what I said. Kevin? No, they don't suck. I I think they might be a little fluky compared to their record for sure, but I don't think they suck. Yeah, sucking's tough. They got got everything they need. Their defense is... Well, sure, but I mean their offense, they should be scoring way more than... What did they score? 
What did they score yesterday? I don't yeah. even know what the game three. the game was. They three. changed it. They scored three points. I knew it was when, over as soon as Michael Parsons got that first sack fumble. I was like, oh, "Ooh, yeah. it's gonna be a long day." That's a tough one. It's gonna be a long day. Uh, teams that might suck: the Giants. No. Yes. <laughs> I, I haven't thought they were good. If Daniel Jones turns the ball over and they don't have a run game, which happened yesterday, that's what happens. And that's they're going to get back to that at some point, doing what they do best, turning the ball over and not having a run game. See, I want to believe it, but now that the Cowboys are playing the Giants Thanksgiving, I mean, you know it's going to be a close game. You know it's going to be a hard-fought game. And, I, and you can't – if they're able to do that, then they don't, they don't suck. Teams that might be real good, the Bengals. E, yeah, I think we always thought they were good, right? Yeah, yeah. They weren't looking good. Yeah, that offensive line – that team will go as that line goes because they have everything else yeah. there. Jamar Chase, supposedly off crutches. They considered playing him this week and didn't. Hard-fought win for those guys against the Browns. That's Browns, right? Steelers. 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 Yeah, I knew it was a conference game. Who'd the Browns play, though, to the end? The Bills. Well, uh, they were up early and then down it, big. And, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, yeah. The Steelers made a triumphant last drive and kept throwing to Furman the whole time. He was my tight end. I was like, let's go, baby. Get all those, <laughs> yeah, all those junk points. All, I mean, Claypool getting to Pittsburgh has been great for – for him at the tight end there. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, the Steelers aren't good. No. The Bengals are. Teams that might be good, which we thought they were great, if they're just good, that's a downgrade. But the Bills, mm. they did win. They did win. They're still winning, but I still feel like – Do you feel like they're not in that top, top echelon now? No, I think they are. I think jo- I think Josh Allen's dealing with a lot more than we know. So I think that's kind of hindering what's going on. But, no, I think the, the Bills are still good. I think the Bills are going to be in – in the championship. You think though The AFC championship, absolutely. The AFC no no no. The championship means a Super Bowl. No, I, I mean I meant the champ I mean, I don't know if they can go to the Super Bowl. They gotta get past the Chiefs, and I think the Chiefs are just so good. I mean They did beat them. The they, Bills did beat them earlier this year. Yeah. Yeah. If they can run the ball, I'm looking at the rushing yards from yesterday. They had 170 rushing yards. So if they can do that, they can still find ways to win because Josh Allen still wasn't great. That's a weird game though, because they were playing in Detroit. They had to get him out of the snow. And I was reading a story about one of the guys who worked with the team had to go and uh, like shovel Josh Allen's driveway so he could get out. Oh, wow, what a mess. Why couldn't Josh Allen shovel his own driveway? <laughs> it's like the guys that squirt water in the players. Why can't they squirt their own yeah. water? <laughs> uh, Georgia wins over Kentucky. It's a pretty close-ish game, you know-ish. Uh, watched a lot of that. Ohio State beat Maryland. Close-ish. It's closer than the score. Uh, Michigan beats Illinois barely. That ended weird. Uh, what happened at the end? Because I saw Belam upset. You- P.I. Is that what it was? Yeah, Illinois got a P.I., and they got a P.I. and I think the play before that or right after that, Michigan ran like a stack receiver route and one guy went inside and, and he could have been called for offensive P.I. and I think that might have been fourth down too. And it created another wide receiver to get wide open, so he was pissed off about that. Yep. It's a good game. Yeah. I watch a lot of games at the same time, so they all start to— I know. That happens to me every week. Uh, yeah, Corn went on the first half. Uh, TCU barely beats Baylor. And that was a game. That's a game. That's awesome. That that rushing to get the field goal off was crazy <laughs> to me. I'm like, what am I watching right now? South Carolina scored 63 points against Tennessee. Yeah, man. Six, they never let up. 63 wow. points. They so, just kept pushing that gas pedal. I love it. Just And I think for no other reason than just to be safe. I don't think to rub anything in. No, just just yeah. to be safe. Yeah, I agree. Because it's Tennessee, and it's a big game. You want to make sure. Uh, LSU whoops UAB. Uh, USC beats UCLA. Is you know, they just scored points. I didn't even know if they had defense. It's like a Madden you can practice against no defense. It's almost what it felt like at times watching that game. It was 48-45, right? What's the yeah. score was? Yeah. That's a lot of points. Caleb Williams had almost 500 passing yards. Wow. Vanderbilt beat Florida. It was awesome. <laughs> That's your boy. It was awesome. <laughs> 
They won two in a row. That's so cool. <laughs> what if they What if they beat Tennessee this week? <laughs> That'd be hilarious. <laughs> like, <laughs> what, what? What's his name? What's Coach Lee. Name? Clark Coach, Lee. Coach Lee. Right. Yeah. Florida with 150 more total yards, but Vandy capitalized on turnovers and hangs on to win at the end. And Vandy rushed the field. What I said this, it looked like some people just wandered out there. Like a small group of folks wandered. They I was like, don't no find them the whole thing. That's not that's not the stands rushing the field. That's just a few people going down after the game to say good job. That's funny. It was like a slow walk. Um, Arkansas crushed Ole Miss. Much, 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 much better. Uh, Bigger of a, a margin than the score indicates. 42-27. Uh, our boy Rocket Sanders, 230 rush yards and three touchdowns. Let's go. Yeah, and they took him out for a lot of it, too. It was awesome. All right. Uh, NFL recap quickly, and then we'll get to Marcellus Wiley, who just A-plus. Great guest. Uh, Bills beat the Browns. Ravens beat the Panthers. This is a pretty terrible game, though. And And... Our boy Baker, it was not good. No. Well, it was a. I mean, they weren't scoring at all. So I right. remember checking the half, the, the halftime score. I'm like, well, there's nothing going on over there. Yeah, it was there. like three, three, or. And at that seven, point, I'm thinking, yeah. wow, the, the the Panthers could win this game, but they never scored. Patriots beat the Jets ten three. We talked about that. Falcons beat the Bears. Well, it's like the Bears played just close enough, mm-hmm. yep. and then they then they don't. But Cordell Patterson returned another one. Yeah. He's looking pretty good. Yeah, dude. Um, Eagles beat the Colts seventeen sixteen. That stunk. I was really pulling for the Colts there. Did you see Sirianni after the game? Yeah, he was sad. Getting all pumped. No, uh, getting like into the Colts crowd. Because they, after they won the game, the Eagles won the game. He's like standing on the bench and like yelling at the Colts crowd. Oh, I like, didn't see that. Yeah, and I, they were saying it's because he's buddies with Frank Reich. That's and they what let I was talking about. Yeah, yeah that he was like, it, this is a weird one for him because he was, they let Frank Reich go. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. same oh, weird. situation. Yes. Different emotion. Yes. Saints beat the Rams. Stupid. Stafford left <laughs> uh, with a concussion. Second game. It's, yeah, time to go. And losing Cooper Cup is a big one. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Lions beat the Giants. That's what we're talking about. Lions look pretty good. Williams look great running the ball. Lions look pretty good. Yeah, he really does. How many wins the Lions have now? Mm, is it five? Here they come. Three, three game winnings. <laughs> Here they come, baby. Uh, Commanders beat the Texans. Commanders. Listen, Heineke's four and one. You know, he brings another element to that team. Like, I think they needed that push. And he's like, dude, he, I, I don't know much about Heineke. But I, I feel like he is the old guy that, and I don't know if he's old, but he's, he's young. He seems like an old guy because he's got like a worn out tattoo that he probably got in spring break when he was like 18 <laughs> years old. And, and he's just got so much spirit and spark, pump man. for that team. And I think that's exactly what they need to do well. What'd you look up over there, Kevin? Uh, the Lions uh, win. They've won four games. Uh, Raiders beat the Broncos. Devontae Adams was just a man amongst two teams of boys. Because both those teams aren't good. But be real. You the Raiders love that game. win and the Cowboys dominated. Uh, and to wrap it up, the Bengals beat the Steelers. That's it. That's it. That's it. We're going to get to Marcellus Wiley. The World Cup is today. Maybe by the time you hear this, the World Cup will be over. Well, as far as the first U.S. game. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know much about it. I watch it every four years. Usually we're not in it, so I don't watch that much of it. I watch the Olympics because usually we get in that. How into it do you get? Do you wear red, white, and blue? Or are you like. If I go somewhere where other people are, no, 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 not by myself. At the house. Oh, you don't? No, not by myself. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah, man. I have these shorts. But if nobody sees you, yeah. I, I wouldn't need more clothes if nobody saw me. Well, no one sees me during Cowboys games, and I always wear my Cowboys shirt. Well, maybe some sort of superstition. Well, then let's go USA. Well, it's the first cup in the World Cup for Americans since 2014. The team is good and young. The captain's 23. I think it's the second youngest team of all the all the worlds that are playing. It's a bunch of different worlds, right? A We're bunch Earth. of worlds. <laughs> we, rep- we represent Earth or what? Yeah. Is that how soccer works? 
Something like that. Okay. Uh, kickoff set for two Eastern today, so one Central against Wales. Is that like a town? No, no. I think it's like a part of so like a community of old folks. Isn't it part of <laughs> the England? retirement? Yeah, Wales, country. Florida. <laughs> yeah. You go down and play some golf and soccer. What the heck? Uh, yeah. How does Wales make it? And we didn't last year. Wales. They play a lot of soccer over there. I man. know where Wales is. Where is it? It's By in England? the UK. It's, yeah, it's over there in the UK. Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, we'll see what happens. Is everyone okay over there? I don't know, dude. Like it's it's scary. I was watching the actual pronunciation of it. It's Gudur. Oh, Gudur. Gudur. And we say Qatar and Qatar. That's probably very disrespectful. It's, it's actually Gudur. Gudur. But I feel like if I try the accent. <laughs> you sound like you're like a DB. Yes. Well, no, I feel like they say, well, you, don't, you can't speak. That's not your accent. You can't speak in that. That's, sure you but, can. But when they said it like that, they're like, this is how you say it, Gudur. But I'm not doing the accent. I'm doing the phonetic, Gudur. Gudur. Right. But if you go Gudur, it sounds like you're trying to mimic an accent. No, I, I think words that come from that country or whatever country you're talking, you need to be pronounced the right way. Okay, go ahead, Eddie. When you go to the, to Chipotle, you have what? What do you mean, a burrito? Yeah, see, there you go. <laughs> yeah, man, of course, a burrito. USA, USA. With right, a flour tortilla. We're, we're going to talk to Marcellus Wiley. His Twitter and Instagram is at Marcellus Wiley. He, NFL, second team, all pro and pro bowler in 2001. He won the national 400-meter track and field championship at age of 13. That's how you know you're an athlete. Wow. Golly. Selected in the second round of the 1997 NFL Draft by the Buffalo Bills, All-Ivy League twice, and released a book in 2018 called Never Shut Up, The Life Opinions and Unexpected Adventures of an NFL Outsider. I mean, he played for the Bills, the Chargers, the Cowboys, the Jaguars. He's been on ESPN, Fox Sports. He's got a podcast. It's pretty good. Called More To It. And here he is, Marcellus Wiley. Marcellus, how are you? Oh, I'm great, man. Much respect, brother. Yeah, same to you. Really, just super pumped you'd spend a few minutes with us here. Especially, Absolutely. you know, what's interesting to me, and I guess I just want to start with you talking about the Chargers, just because I know, looking back at your career, you spent some really good time with the Chargers, like some of your most successful time. And I'm just curious, as somebody who played there, and all my friends either that have either played in the league or played at some level, they always go, ah, it's the Chargers. You know, what happened? <laughs> they just expect things to happen because was that when you were there, was that also how it felt? Like, ah, we're the Chargers. Things just don't work out our way. No, I don't think it's that way anywhere. No matter how lowly the franchise is, no matter how much they get tripped up in their pursuit of excellence. Um, I think that's a summation. I think that's what we look back and label as and sometimes look forward and project. But you don't in the moment feel that way at all. Like I was on teams that was four and 12, five and 11. And every year I thought we were going to win the Super Bowl. You know, you go into that season thinking that what happens with the Chargers, I think more than anything is there were some convenient excuses. Like I was on a team with LT, Drew Brees, Junior Seau, Rodney Harrison, but at different times, an older junior, an older Rodney, a young baby, wet behind the ears, LT, Drew Brees, didn't add up. Um, but what happens in those moments is uh, it's too convenient to say it's the Chargers. Why? Sunshine and pretty, pretty city and so many other things to do and options. And are they really focused? Like we got to be from the Northeast to really be dedicated to football. So I think the labeling is probably what it is. But look, the Bulls used to be, oh, my God, the Bulls. Now they're yeah, sputtering you know the lakers used to be oh my god the lakers now they're sputtering it's not about the culture 
It's about the players and what they're going to do. Do you feel like the Chargers are trending up? Can they still win some games, maybe um, may even make the playoffs? Uh, definitely can make the playoffs. Um, I think they're treading water right now despite them having a better record than I think people expect with all the injuries. Like the talent level, if they would have stayed healthy, people would have been thinking they should have the record like the Eagles or the Giants. But with all these injuries, uh, you expected a lot less, but they found their – themselves in position fourth quarters and fought through a lot of games but yeah i think the chargers still a playoff team for sure josh mcdaniels this morning in the news because well everybody that's not a part of the organization is screaming on twitter to fire him in his first season there in vegas what do you take from this vegas team where you know, even Devonte adams is like hey not everybody's bought in and is that a mcdaniels thing and does he make it through the year oh uh, he should make it through the year like i don't give a damn how bad it gets out there you got to give a guy at least one revolution to see how this thing can apply itself and take hold. Um, I don't like that they're leaking. I don't like that they're all right now in this projection of how much I really care. It's like a projection of passion. I care the most, so I'm going to go to the podium and I'm going to cry or I'm going to say I'm more dedicated than you guys are. And that's the issue right now that they're not level. They're not even. They're not a team. Like guys are really jockeying to just demonstrate that they care more when if you're on the team, the way to demonstrate that is ball out of control and shut up. That's all we need right now is just to see guys go out there and play closer to perfection than trying to project like they're perfect. Is that every locker room, though, when you're a professional that some guys buy in, some guys kind of do and some guys are just getting a check? Oh, absolutely. And that's why. Why are you speaking of this like it's abnormal? <laughs> like, you know that there's some guy who's like, yeah, I know our base coverages, but everything else, you know, that's on you. Help me out. Or I'm not playing. So what's the point? Like on any team, everyone doesn't contribute at the same level. You never expect that. If so, everyone would get paid the same and everybody would be expected to do the same. So when it comes out of the locker room, that's when the issue becomes for everyone else to consume when that should be internal that should stay in home in house and these guys are leaking right now what is your take now on jeff saturday and in, in uh, uh with the colts my take is the same as it was when he got hired i didn't understand all the outcry now people were conflating jeff saturday being a head coach with the hiring process is flawed you can have that conversation independent of Jeff Saturday, but every hiring process is flawed. Do you want to know why? Relationships, <laughs> desire. Like, trust me, my kids right now behind me, whatever daddy has, you stand in line, it's yours next. Versus some kid who went to Columbia with three degrees and amazing resume and internships. Good for him. He behind my son. It's like relationships matter in this situation. Jeff Saturday not only had tremendous success, the ultimate success, a Super Bowl champion with that uniform on, has the tremendous relationship with the owners, knows the ups and downs of that organization, knows where all the bodies are buried, and has tremendous respect Anytime he's around the Indianapolis Colts, maybe that's the guy that can get something out of these guys versus the traditional coach who has failed forward to become a coordinator, who finally has a top 10 offense or defense, who becomes a head coach and struggles like zig sometimes when everyone else zags. And that's all he wanted. Jeff Saturday was an opportunity. And so far, so good. 
What about Matt Ryan? Because they had said that they weren't going to play him because they didn't want him to get hurt and they have to pay him all this money. And he's playing again. So am I to assume that it didn't come from Ursay they didn't want Ryan playing because of contract, that it came from Frank Reich in that system before? No, I think it did come with Ursay's approval. It had to, to some degree. But that's the point of a Jeff Saturday who has a relationship and has the jackhammer that can kind of bust up the concrete. And the concrete said, hey, Matt Ryan's stuck. Matt Ryan is done. We're protecting our money and we're not going to invest in anymore in Matt Ryan. But when you have that relationship, Jeff Saturday, it's like the person that walks up to you after your third, fourth drink versus somebody cold walks up to you when you first walk in the party. Like you're going to get a different me. You get a different Jim Ursay when you got Jeff Saturday talking. It's the third, fourth drink, Jim Ursay. And he's like, ah, so what do you think? <laughs> he's like, what do you think? And what do you think? And then Jeff is like, yo, I mean, we can't win any other way. Let's go. And he's like, all right. So that's what this is about. I wish people would look at the human capital and how it played itself in this situation in totality. That's a Jeff Saturday nudging on his boss, nudging on his friend. I think you bring up a great point with just the word human, right? And us as fans, we watch and we just see these gladiators, machines who we like. We want them to score touchdowns for our team. You played, you were that to us. And that being said, you are humans. And, I, and I'm not talking about Brady specifically, but I think an example here of a lot of people assuming Brady was struggling because of what he was going through personally. And I'm not asking you about that specific situation, but you know that these players are real-life humans and they're going through hard times. Are there ever games, were there games in your career where big player was struggling with something personal and you knew that and it was like, we got to make sure to pick him up because he's not going to be the 100% version of what he normally is. Yeah, absolutely. And I've been that player as well, needed somebody to kind of align my focus back onto the task at hand. Um, It's crazy because even if you're fully focused, there are no guaranteed results. There are no guaranteed successful results. And even if you're distracted, it's not a guarantee that you're going to fail in those games. It's crazy because there's just always in every game, in every play, a moment of truth. Did you execute or not? And a lot of times we want to look into that for deeper motivation and deeper understandings. Oh, it's because, you know, his parents passed away. Oh, it's because he's going through a divorce. But we've seen those guys fail and succeed in the same circumstance and vice versa. Some guys going through a divorce ball out of control because the weight is lifted. It's final. We finally admitted what we've been suffering through for the last six years, you know, whatever that may be. So I am never the one to say that is the reason this occurred, because Tom Brady could have been having marital problems for a few years. Who knows? They say in every relationship, no matter how long it is, you spend half the time breaking up. So if you've been together 10 years, the last five years, we we starting to land this plane, honey. We starting to wind down this road, right? So Tom Brady could have won a Super Bowl fully distracted with marital problems. We don't know that. So let's not map it on retroactively because now we know they're divorced. What about like an injury that somebody is not sharing and it's pretty bad and they don't want it to be known? Yeah. I mean, look, like it, it, the craziest thing is it's opportunity out there and there's an opportunity cost and you never want to play around with your starting opportunity because what happens is very few guys have it like no matter what I do very few no matter what I do I'm good like everyone is always in that line of coaching 
and general managers are thinking, is there a cheaper younger version like as soon as you get your money it, it, we say it in the locker room as soon as you get paid congratulations you know they upstairs trying to figure out how to get it back <laughs> and that's how it goes so in this situation you're injured you're you're trying to play that off concussions i know a lot of conversation about concussions guys lie on the concussion protocol test because who wants to lose their opportunity no one wants to get wally pipped so yeah i've been that guy before like oh, i'm fine coach i'm good Inside, I'm thinking, damn, I can't even walk. But I got this injection. I got this shot. I got this craziness going on. The music is pumping. I'm pumped. The culture, the pressure, all these dynamics is going to get me through these next three hours. But was I ready for that moment? Absolutely not. But am I going to give up on it? Absolutely not. We're going to break from this Marcellus Wiley interview for just one second. This show brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the DraftKings app. Use the code Bobby Sports to get in on the action. Now, do I even need to say it? We hit the parlay hit. Everybody's got so many smiles. It's falling out of their pockets. I was watching people walk down the road with so many smiles. You could just tell they were probably part of the 25 Whistles DraftKings parlay. LSU crushed UAB. Auburn, Moneyline, and TCU. That was a close one. Wasn't yeah, it? That that was we sweated one. a little bit that on that. That was a golden mm-hmm. right there. That's the old field goal kick, real quick. <laughs> the old real quick field goal kick. Uh, listeners that don't have DraftKings Sportsbook, you can download the app now and get in on the action with the 25 Whistles Parlay. DraftKings Sportsbook. If you want to take the 25 Whistles Parlay, you can check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code Bobby Sports when you download the app. 21 and up, most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In Tennessee, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. All right, now back to more from Marcellus Wiley. I want to talk about being ready for a second, and so I do. One of like the, the radio show that I do every day is in a couple hundred cities and it's a thing. But each night I set aside time and each morning I set aside time, a couple hours here, a couple hours there. Or if I'm doing stand up on the weekends, I'm spending time writing. Whatever I'm doing, I dedicate an amount of time that I think is sufficient to doing a good job, putting a, a, a good workout so I can make my money, right? That's, that's what we're all doing. Yeah. Now, yep. some nights, let's say my wife and I decide to go to dinner and I don't get to do as much uh, prep or reading the news as much or and then I go in and I'm like, whoa, I'm just going to have to skate through this one because I didn't. Now, does that happen week to week with you guys where you're supposed to watch a whole lot of film? And maybe you do 13 weeks, but there's a couple where you're like, oh, I didn't get I didn't get to as much of it as I should. So I'm just going to hope this works out. Yeah, absolutely. There are times. I mean, if there's a uniform standard of uh, traditional prep time of 15 hours, are there weeks when it's 12 hours? Absolutely. Are there weeks when it's 17? Absolutely. And you ride the wave. and one thing you have to always be is the ultimate justifier. And you also got to be your biggest cheerleader. So if you're ill prepared for the game, you got to start lying to yourself. Nah, today we plan on instinct today. We plan <laughs> off of just what <laughs> we plan on what we see. You know, you got to start justifying and lying to yourself because you know, you're not ready for that moment. And it's the same thing in our, in our world, in any endeavor, if you walk in the door and you don't feel it, you got to find it from somewhere else, and usually it's between those ears. Talking about injuries a second ago, when a player comes back from an injury, it obviously doesn't mean he's 100% back. And when Dak came back, I think a lot of Cowboy fans, and I'm surrounded by them, they're like, Dak's back, baby, let's go, we're about to roll. And I think game one, we saw him not roll completely. And, you know, we're, what, three weeks into this now of him being back. Is Dak 
healthy in Europe? Is that injury, just as you know the injury, we don't have to go to Dak specifically, but is that yeah. injury probably at a place now where he should be fully healthy or you would be fully healthy if you had it? No, not fully healthy. Not like Dak was the second before the injury occurred. And to me, that's fully healthy. And it's not just because structurally you're fully healthy in terms of physical injury, but mentally your structure is right now not compromised. Think about the moment before Dak got hurt. He's reckless. He's mindless. He's just out there feeling it. He's in the zone. He has the glow, whatever it may be. You're just playing the game. I'm not thinking about my thumb. Now, Dak Prescott throws a pass, and he does the self-check. You know, he's doing this. You know, Dak Prescott uh, throws an errant pass. You know, he's he's flicking the wrist and the thumb. Like, you're all good. Like, you're thinking of something else outside of the task in front of you. And that's when you know you're not fully healthy. And a lot of people don't really consume this part of rehabilitation. They usually just think about physically, if I'm good, if I could do what I used to do, I'm fine. But do you trust yourself? Do you go to the sixth gear? Do you go pedal to the metal in all endeavors? And right now, I don't think Dak Prescott's there right now. And I don't expect him to be there right now. But as this season progresses, ultimately, he should be there. Like I strained a hamstring. A lot, let me say it again. I lightly strained a hamstring. I barely, <laughs> lightly strained a hamstring. And I still go pretty hard. And I've never been the athlete that you are, but was an okay athlete. And I, I would do sprints every day at the uh, beginning end of my workout. I still, even though it's been three months, I don't have the mental part of it to just open it up again because I was, I, li- I only lightly strained my hamstring. So I can't imagine an ACL, MCL tear and having to go back and you're having to push off that. So I would, the mental part, it seems like it would be more difficult than the physical part sometimes. Yeah, and you're right on it. Um, that's what it is. It's like when you have the injury, that's a physical element that's going to get processed mentally. And through that process, you're going to, first of all, feel pain because that's what it is. Hey, something alert, alert. Something's wrong. Okay, shut it down. You know, let's send some blood flow. Let's get this thing right. Okay, we're good. We're good. couple weeks, couple months, whatever it may be. Now, upstairs, you still been calcified, brother. Upstairs, you still been hardened to think there's some pain there. And you have to really start to make that go away over time through process through mental conditioning, through trust. I always go back to that. You got to trust yourself to jump off the cliff again. And when you have the hammy or the thumb, you don't fully commit to it. You're like, I'm going to go 90%, 91, 92. Oh, I'm still still okay. I'm not hurt. And you keep doing that till you finally get to 100. But there are building blocks, man, and it it takes a minute. What do you think about Josh Allen and what's happening in Buffalo right now? Trying to be Superman. Um, And you got to remember, you just got to be a man, um, not a Superman. Um, It's to do do all the big things in this world, to do anything big, you got to do the little things. And what's happening is you get caught up in the label. You get caught up in the results. Josh Allen, amazing player. So you start to play like the label, pressing too much. You got an injury. So what? I'm fine. I'm Superman. Comes out there trying to play and through all that and pressing I got three final questions for you. I want the first one's gonna be the Vikings. What's their ceiling? Ah, great point. Their ceiling, they feel like one of those 
Tennessee year conference championship losers. Like, oh, we're there, we're there. But they have the elements. They have the tripod, if you will, of a Dalvin Cook running back, Justin Jefferson receiver, Kirk Cousins at quarterback. You know, I think it all rides on Kirk Cousins, but this feels like one of those good stories, and they look perfect from far, but far from perfect. So they got it all, and they keep finding ways and then it's going to catch up to them because the margin of error is too slim for this team. When you're growing up and you are the athlete that you are and also the person who is dedicated to being a better athlete, at what point did your ability catch up with you having to actually put in a bunch of time preparing? I was a really smart kid. Once I got to my second year of college, I was like, oh, I now got to study. I can't just go off straight what I can pick up. <laughs> when did that happen to you where it was, I've been a great athlete my whole life, but now I got to do extra to make sure I can stay elite. Yeah, I think that funnel starts from the day you really play sports. Like I started when I was eight years old. Um, and at eight years old, all you have to do to play football and be good is be fast. You know, like every fast eight-year-old is an MVP. Like there's no slow eight-year-olds that are like out there balling. Like it's, <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get caught. Like you do, it's, just, it's, it's, not, it's too simple a game. But as the game gets more complex, then you have to grow with it in its complexities, right? So for me, I would say eh, late high school, even though I still was beasting, um, I started to realize like you just can't wake up, put on the house shoes and then ball out of control. Like there will be resistance and I'm gonna have to start out maneuvering people, out thinking people just can't always outrun everyone. Geometry comes into play. These cats are starting to take better angles, coach. These guys are starting to run to the ball collectively like you can start to see where. The chess match is being introduced to the game. So it happens step by step. But I would say late high school, certainly college, even though I went to an Ivy League school, it wasn't just grab everyone like I was Thor and just throw them across the field. Like I had to do things uh, with my mind and body in combination. And then, you know, the pros, every single player in the pros, they're a black belt. It's just what degree of black belt are they? Even the sorriest dude who never gets playing time, who's on the practice squad, is a black belt. Just what degree? When you look at quarterbacks and where they're taken in the draft and the top two or three will go to the worst teams usually, worst, yeah, I'll even say uh, uh, programs, institutions. When you were playing, what quarterback did you see that probably was wasted because he went to a bad organization? And you're, oh. and you're lined up, and you're like, God, damn, this guy actually could be really good, but everything around him is not, and he was not able to flourish because of that. Wow. You know, um, Carson Palmer keeps coming to mind, but he did flourish, but I was like, yo, Carson Palmer's a monster and not getting his proper due, and then he got hurt in the one playoff year and game that I thought they really could do something. So someone who didn't get their full bouquet of flowers was Carson Palmer. I was like, that dude's a monster, but he's in Cincinnati and they're trying to figure it out. And then they get the receivers and Chad and TJ and like they did something, but they didn't really do what they could have done in a different situation. Carson Palmer comes to mind um, outside of him. I, ah, man, I'm drawing a blank, man. A lot of cats, they, you can play, you can play at quarterback, through the expectation ceiling like of a team if the team is tapered here like you're right here but you're that quarterback you can drag that team to higher levels 
but there is going to be a point of exhaustion and a point where it can't go any further. But Carson Palmer is the guy for me. Like Matt Stafford is somebody that I think about if he never would have got hmm. out, of, out of Detroit, he was never going to win a championship. And yeah. you know the Stafford now, I mean, imagine if a healthy, young Stafford, a Stafford that you still could mold, because at this point he is who he is, but imagine yeah. a young Stafford went to, uh, out of Georgia, goes to a, a, a great program that can actually develop him. Like, I think we probably missed a little bit there because he was in Detroit for so long. But I just wonder, again, you've done it at the highest level for so many years. Hey, the podcast is is more to it. So what are you talking about constantly? Like, if I'm, if I, because I do listen, by the way, but if, to people that are listening to this, what are they going to hear when they come over and listen? Oh, appreciate you. And to listen, um, more to it is, we're talking about sports, entertainment, culture, to athletes, about athletes, about entertainers, influential people. And what we're trying to find out is there's more to every single story. The life lessons and experiences that come through watching sports or watching anyone in this world in terms of the hot button issues. So we're always trying to go deeper than the surface level and find out what's the motivation, what is really happening in that emotional state that is contributing to that success. Marcellus, I'm a big fan. Listen to you. Love it. Just uh, super pumped that you were able to come on. And just thanks, man. Uh, follow at Marcellus Wiley. And thank you again. And keep it up. And, you know, I'll be there. I'll be a fan quietly in the corner like I have been for a while. Oh, my man, Bones. You keep it going, brother. Tremendous success. All right, Marcellus. See you, man. Thank you. Thank you all. We'll have a show for you on Friday. It's obviously Thanksgiving, but we will have a show for you. And we'll talk about all the good times and bad times. We're going to come in during Thanksgiving? Uh, actually, Thanksgiving, keep your calendars open from 11 to 8 p.m. Wow, cool, man. We'll be here. Be right here. I can call you at any time. I got nothing. Right. Nothing. Uh, nothing going on. Just be ready. Eddie, any any thought here? Yeah, I, I do have a thought. Sh- shame on Romo. Like, I-, I love Romo. I mean, he did great things for the Cowboys, and I think he's one of the best commentators right now. But, man, the way they picked on that cornerback for Minnesota, his name was Booth Jr. or something, and yes, the Cowboys were picking on him. They threw to that whoever, whatever receiver he was covering. They just took advantage of that dude. But they kept calling him out, and the cameras were zooming in on this poor dude, and he was having the worst game of his life. And I just feel like that was so unnecessary. Like you can bring it up a couple Why times. Why are you smiling though? You must have enjoyed it <laughs> because I love He's that. Laughing. I love that that a game plan and for sure worked for the Cowboys. But God, they went hard on that poor it's dude. If that had been you. I haven't been one of your guys. He'd have been like, this sucks. Yeah, stop doing that. Get the camera off that guy. Kevin? Yeah, Saturday. Saturday morning. Laker Bones. <laughs> oh, yeah, you guys coached and won the game. That's right. And we are 1-0. and oh, Had a great time doing it. And looking forward to the rest of the season. It was a lot of fun. Listen, man, Kevin is is really good. I needed him mostly to kind of just manage the team. I'm not good at subbing kids. I'm not good at remembering to sub kids. I don't know when to call a timeout. And Kevin is the Wait, perfect. Wait, that's all the coaching. You listed every <laughs> single thing about coaching. It's everything. But, but I'm that the you, face. Remember I said I got to be the head coach for three games? Yeah. He, really, he really meant all the games. I'm the face of the team. And it's like, yeah, I don't know when to call a play. I don't know when to put a kid in. I don't even know which hole it goes in. Yeah. I just. <laughs> what side we're playing. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. So thank you, Kevin. Yeah. Well, this is it. This is Nitty Gritty Week in college football, meaning I think there are seven Division one jobs open, five power five jobs. So who will go to Auburn? Who will go? Because these games end this week. It's the last week. And then let's go. Will Lane go to Auburn? Will Who will go to Arizona State? 
after Herm Edwards left. Yeah. And there, too, they may be in some trouble as well. So Nebraska, big job. Yeah. Wisconsin, they're going to promote their yeah. interim who's Leonard, assistant. Yeah. Leonard, right? But it's, I love it. I love it, love it, love it. I love mayhem. I just love mayhem. I love it all. As long as that doesn't have me, I'm good. You love that drama. I'm good. Love the drama. <laughs> so it's one of my favorite times of year when all the new coaches pick their spots. And we'll see you guys on Friday. Go follow at 25 Whistles. More smiles and frowns. I hope you guys had a had some good smiles this weekend. And we will see you uh, at the end of the week. All right. Eddie, you want to blow us out? You got it. Bye, everybody. <laughs> see you next time.